Planet Earth was born four and a half billion years ago. I'd say the newborn Earth was a dead planet, but can something really be dead if it's never, ever lived? The newborn Earth was no way alive, but it was chemically active. Atoms in rocks, in water, in air. Atoms glued themselves to each other, broke away from each other. They sucked up energy. They spewed out energy. One of the biggest puzzles in biology is how these chemical reactions somehow mixed and matched within half a billion years to come alive. From rocks and water and air, the ancestor of us all, the ancestor of people and plants, bugs and bacteria, our ancestor came alive. We don't know what that first living thing looked like, but we can say something about how that puppy behaved. It liked to run experiments. We all do experiments daily. What happens if I add a bit more salt to this recipe? What does Guatemalan food taste like? What happens if I do this? What if I change the way I do that? That first living organism experimented with everything. How it put itself together. What it ate. How it pulled food from the water around. Life never stopped experimenting. Some life forms put down roots. Some evolved mouths. Some grew wings. Life discovered all sorts of ways to keep itself alive. Life diversified. Over the four billion years that life has lived on Earth, the number of different life forms has grown and grown. And now and then, the number of different forms of life, the biodiversity, has dropped. The best-known mass extinction event happened 66 million years ago when an asteroid plowed into Earth, killing off, most famously, the dinosaurs. But it also took out a lot of less familiar plants and animals. Over the past 250 million years, life has become ever more diverse, more and more different ways to make a living, to keep itself alive. There are more different species, more diversity today than there ever has been before. Humans evolved in Africa over many millions of years, and that gave the other animals time to learn how to deal with these clever creatures. But when humans took themselves to other continents around 50,000 years ago, they came upon animals that had never before dealt with such skillful hunters. Again and again, large animals disappeared. It was the first glimmer of a wave of mass extinction that now appears to be cresting. When we think of endangered species, we tend to think of lions and tigers, elephants and whales, beautiful, majestic animals that we've hunted and trapped to extinction, or at least close to extinction. But we're not losing just charismatic megafauna. Not that long ago, driving from the foothills to the Bay Area, across California's Great Central Valley, you'd stop from time to time to clean off the windshield. The windshield, the whole front of your vehicle, would be slathered with dead bugs, bugs you'd smashed into. Nowadays, a bug-covered windshield is not really a problem. Where did the bugs go? Some of those bugs once pollinated our crops. Could their disappearance have anything to do with the tons of insecticide dumped on the valley daily? 
We'll talk more about diversity soon. Tonight, note the solstice. Tomorrow, daylight returns. For KVMR, I'm Al Stoller.